Hi everyone, welcome back to Real Talk. This is Donna Shear. I'm one half of your host. Today we are flying solo. Lee had a prior commitment. I want to apologize in advance for any background noise. We are actually taping outside today. It is an absolutely beautiful day here in Pennsylvania. The sun is shining and it is just absolutely gorgeous. So we do apologize for any background noise. I had taken the last few days and I have been really trying to think about what topic we could talk about. It's really hard to do a show without having a co-host. So I just thought that I would talk about something that has been near and dear to my heart and that would be bullying. A lot of people in this particular area have been talking about bullying and how their school district does little about it. And my kids grew up in the Keystone Central School District, so I really had a hard time believing that there was a problem, but I have been talking about so many different parents, and they have been telling me time and time again that, you know, their kid is being bullied on a daily basis, and nothing is being done. No one's doing one thing about it. Every time they approach a teacher, a principal, the school district, um, the superintendent, or even the board of directors, they're basically told that, you know, there is not a problem and that when there is a problem, these kids are coming from troubled homes and there's really nothing they can do about it. Well, there is something they can do about it, regardless if a child comes from a troubled home or not. And if these children are coming from troubled homes and they know there's abuse in the home or there's violence in the home or they know that there is alcohol addiction or drug addiction in the home, they should be doing something about it as mandated reporters first and as innocent bystanders secondly. How can you stand by and know that a child is living in these conditions and you're not doing anything about it, but you're making excuses for the way that they treat other children? So many children in this world are taking their own lives now to get away and escape the bullying. Bullying affects more kids in one day than anyone could ever even put a number on. It, a lot of people think that it is innocent, you know, teasing on the playground or it is, you know, this little joke and bullying is no joke. Bullying is serious. It is a serious problem in this country. It is a pandemic. Whether people want to admit it or not, it is. I know what it's like to feel like an outsider. I know what it's like to made to feel like you don't fit in. I know what it's like to feel like what you have to say is not important. I know what it feels like. I was never bullied to the point where people called me names or belittled me, so to speak, but I did have people make me feel like I didn't matter and they made me feel like my worth was worthless. They made me feel like I didn't count and I had nothing to say. And I'll never forget the day I graduated high school. I was never so happy to get the hell out of school and I never look back. We have had class reunions after class reunions and I have not gone to one because those people had nothing nice to say to me when I was in school, and I don't have anything nice to say to them now. How could we? We haven't seen each other in 35 years, so how would I have anything nice to say? I, I just, instead of saying what I'm thinking, I will just keep it to myself, and I'll leave it at that. 
there's no use on harping on the past and we'll just leave it at that. However, you know, I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to be different. I know what it feels like to not be included. You know, these same people that follow us on um, Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and they're saying, oh, I went to school with you. You're so beautiful. You're so this, you're so that. These people have never had one kind word to say to me in my life. They didn't even know I was alive. They treated me like I didn't matter, like I didn't exist. And it's it's sad when you really think about it. And I remember I graduated high school and I got married. I got married at a very young age. My mother-in-law, Vivian, God rest her soul, said to me, you know, if you don't learn to stand up for yourself, people are going to shit on you your whole life. And that just, it did it for me. It literally did it for me. And I started using my voice and I haven't shut up since she said that to me. I will never stop talking. I will never stop standing up for people in need. And these kids at these schools need someone to stand up for them. They need someone to stand up and be their voice. And although I'm not their parent, I'm not their family member, some of them I'm not even a friend of their family, but I will be their voice because it is unfair for any child to feel like they do not matter. It's really sad for any child to feel like they don't count or they have nothing to live for. It's really sad that a child is dropped off at school every day knowing that they're going to go in and be abused verbally and physically. They're going to be harassed and made to feel worthless. And nobody, nobody in that building is going to do anything about it to stand up for them, protect them, make them see their own worth. No one in that building is going to do it. They allow it because they throw out the excuse that these children that bully are from troubled homes. Well, each one of these people that work within a school district, I would assume as a mandated reporter, I mean, as a volunteer and even an employee, I have always had to be a mandated reporter. So I would assume that these people would have to be mandated port reporters as well. What I don't understand is how any mandated reporter or even an innocent bystander can stand by and look at a child and say they're a bully because they come from a troubled home. If you know that that home is troubled, you know that they come from a home that is filled with domestic violence, alcohol abuse, drug abuse. What are you doing about it? It is your moral duty to report that for that child's safety. When you became a mandated reporter or you took that position with the school or you took that position as a superintendent or a teacher or a volunteer, you put yourself in the position that you were going to stand up for what is right and what is wrong. And by allowing these kids to verbally and physically make these children feel like crap, it's not right and it's not fair. It's not fair that these kids have to go to school and be put down. I've seen these little kids cry their eyes out and it's heartbreaking. It is literally heartbreaking. No child deserves that type of behavior. No child, no person deserves that kind of behavior. It is absolutely sad that people in authority do not stand up for what is right and they allow bad behavior. 
you know, what they don't understand about this bad behavior is they're making excuses because these kids come from troubled homes. And it breaks my heart that they come from these troubled homes. But, you know, one day these children, they're going to be grown men and women. And they're going to repeat the pattern. The circle is going to go once again onto their own children. And it's going to get worse before it ever gets better because nobody's doing anything about it. If they come from a troubled home of abuse, alcohol addiction, or drug addiction, you can damn well guarantee that the cycle is going to be repeated. These children bully because of the way they are treated at home. Bullying starts at home. I have been saying that for 15 years, but nobody seems to understand that. They bully because that is what they are taught. It is what they know. And then they pass it on. And people can walk around saying, oh, it's innocent joking. It's innocent kidding. It's playground behavior, after school behavior. It's kidding. It's joking. I, for one, can tell you words hurt. No matter how many times someone tries to tell you how you should feel, you are the only person that knows how you feel. You're the only person that knows how their words tear you down and make you feel like dirt. People don't know because they're not experiencing it and they're not doing anything about it. They're just allowing it. In order to be a solution to the problem, you need to do something about it. These kids have a problem with bullying, so you need to be their solution. You need to stand up. You need to be their voice. You need to set boundaries. If none of this is done, it's only going to get worse. We have kids that are bullied to the point that they take their own lives. We have kids that bully to the point that they walk into a school and they're killing innocent people that have done nothing to them, but they're so upset at the ones that have that, you know, they just, they lose it. And it's unacceptable behavior and it's not an excuse for them, but they're acting out on what has been allowed to do to them. Abuse and bullying go on even into college and hazing and how many people have lost their lives, you know, due to these college pranks or hazing to be, you know, in a particular fraternity or sorority. It's getting ridiculous. Even in life in general, we have a picking pet. And what that means is there is someone at the top and they peck all the way down to the bottom. We always have to make someone feel like they're lower than us or they're beneath us or someone always has to act like they're better than other people. This kind of behavior needs to stop and we have to teach them when they're young enough so that it stops. If you continue to allow bad behavior, bad behavior is going to continue and it's not only going to continue, it's going to get worse. It is going to cost people their lives and it's, it's not worth it. One way or another, you are responsible for the actions that you allow. So you need to stand up and stop these actions. If you go and your child's being bullied and these teachers are not doing anything about it, these principals, these um, administrators, the superintendent or the board of directors are not doing anything about it. Be your child's voice. Stand up for your child. If you have to pull your child out of school to save your child, then you do that. You do what you have to do for your child. A lot of these people say, I can't. I work for Keystone Central. Um, I'll lose my job. You are allowed to be a voice for your child. You're allowed to protect your child. It has nothing to do with your employment. Because 
your child is not employed by the school. They go there to be safe. A lot of kids go to school from abusive homes and they see school as a safe haven. But then there's other kids that go to school and it is a living hell. We cannot allow it. We have to do something about it. We need to be these children's voices. And it starts with you. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us today. It was a great day. Again, I apologize for any background noise. I just want to let you know that you need to be your child's biggest advocate. And if your school district refuses to stand up and protect your child, you need to do what you need to do. And as for the school district, you should be ashamed and embarrassed of yourself if you're allowing innocent children to be victimized daily over and over and over because you don't have a voice to stand up to these parents of the lives of troubled children. It, that falls on you. You need to do your part as well as everyone else. You need to be a voice for these voiceless children and you need to provide a solution to the problem. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to us today. I want to wish you a great, beautiful day. I'm going to kick back here and enjoy the rest of my afternoon. Peace.